Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning and welcome back. I am your host, Michael Schultz, along with my good brother and co-host, Ben Schultz, from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. It is game number two of the National League Division Series between the Mighty Melonheads and the Atlanta Braves. We are on the road this morning here. Game two on the road here at the Braves as we took game one by a score of 4-1. to one. Kenny Kawaguchi recapping that game. He went the distance, six innings, one run, a 4 one victory and a fine outing by him. Offense timely as always, but Ben, we are on the road at Dirt Yards and the Braves know how to use this field. But before we jump into that, how are you, my friend? And uh, what have you got to say about this game coming up? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. I'm happy to be back in the swing of things. Kind of took a little bit of a hiatus after, um, I almost said class, but I'm done with class. I'm a graduate. After vacation. There we go. Um, yeah. Good to see you again, my bro. Uh, back in Oshkosh Likewise. and kicking it good. But um, to the game, um, it's a must-win situation, as you said uh, before um, to me, before the broadcast for the Braves, because they need this game mm-hmm. to hang on and maybe force game three. That's their most, that's their biggest hope. But, Mike, as we've seen, usually the person who wins the first game of the series usually ends up taking it all. So... Um, I'm pretty feel feel pretty confident about our Melonheads, but that is not to discount what the Braves have on the table. And speaking of stuff they have on the table, Mike, um, what are we looking at as far as people and how they're feeling and pitching matchups? All right, so we'll start with the Braves uh, being in the more dire of the situations here. Uh, they are throwing Delvecchio back up on the mound, and as you can see, she's got minuses on hitting, running, and pitching, but she's getting the start today. So that is a bit of an interesting move here by their manager. I think he's confident enough that Delvecchio has comfort in playing on this field. Otherwise, they do have a couple other pitching options, as we discussed back in the uh, first game of this series. Look for the Braves, from a hitting standpoint, to bash the ball all over the field Anything hard hit and skipping off the ground can go any kind of direction. This field has many interesting hops, and the ball can go all over the place, so look out for that. Um, Ikae at catcher, she can beat the crud out of the ball. Wing Kwan's got some speed, and a couple others too, especially Jane Davis out there in center. Look for her to possibly be a factor. Maybe Chipper Jones can get out of a slump, and aside from his awesome glove, he can contribute at the plate. We will see, but uh, Sullivan would be a good backup option for pitching, I think, and Jones wouldn't be bad in a pinch either, but I'd say look for Delvecchio to go at least half the game, which he would need to. Three to four innings I'm expecting out of her, and then the relief core for the Braves after that. She is opposing our own Ernie Steele, who is feeling mighty good this morning. Two pluses on his hitting, one plus on his pitching. That means his command will be sharper than usual, and he's going to need it at this ballpark. I think lots of strikeouts and flyouts is going to be his bread and butter today, and if he sticks with that, he should be in good shape, and the Melonheads may have a chance to win this game. Everybody else feeling hunky-dory and normal as usual. No extra pluses or minuses for our team. But uh, look for the timely hitting and a lot of line drives picked by the Melonheads. They might try to launch a few balls over the wall, especially with Phillips batting in the fourth spot. But I'd say good pitching for the Melonheads, keeping the ball in the air but off the ground. So fly balls and pop-outs for steal and strikeouts too. But you have to keep the ball off the ground if you're the Melonheads if you want to have any chance at this field against the Braves who know this place better than anybody. That's my take on it, and uh, that's all I've got. Anything you want to add to that? 
Not particularly. I'm ready for the next step in situation. So I think lineups, is that right? Yes, indeed. Um, if you want to give the uh, Road Melon Heads lineup, and then I'll give the Braves, and we'll be good to go. All right, so on the road, visiting Melon Heads team, batting first on second base, Reese Worthington. Batting second on third is Pete Wheeler. Batting third, Ahmed Khan, uh, staunch defense in left field. Batting fourth, Keisha Phillips playing center. Stephanie Morgan in the shortstop, batting fifth. Ernie Steele on the mound today, batting sixth. Uh, Kenny Kawaguchi defending first base, batting seventh. Marky Dubois in the catching position, batting eighth. And then rounding out the order in right field, Ricky Johnson batting ninth. All right, thank you, Ben. Here is the home Braves lineup from Dirt Yards. Batting first and at short today is Holly Franklin. In the second spot, the catcher is Lorelai Ikae. Batting third and slugging in center is Jane Davis. Cleaning it up at third base, the ever sure-handed Chipper Jones. Batting fifth and over at first is Wing Kwan. In the sixth spot and doing the pitching for the second game in a row is Angela Del Vecchio. Batting seventh and in left field is Kristen Sullivan. In the eighth spot and over there at right, opposite end is Amy Bostwick. And rounding it off in the ninth spot at second base is Carlos Ocampo. Those are your lineups, news, and notes, and we are ready to go. Game two from Dirt Yards, Braves, and Melonheads. Let's do it. Worthington at the plate, and I am excited for this game. Delvecchio winds and fires. Called strike and a good start. Nice. So we are underway. Side corner there. Indeed, she knows how to pick them. If she keeps a high high inside corner and low outside corners, ground balls and uh, pop-ups will be helpful for her. Like I said, some minuses on her pitching, but she gets the start regardless. The 1-1 pitch to Worthington. Swung on and grounded right back to the pitcher. On a hop, throws to first. There's one away. Smooth as butter. But on a roll. Oh, now you're making me hungry. So here is Wheeler. A good start first out for Del Vecchio. Wheeler batting 666, but don't let that scare you. Numbers, numbers don't lie, and he's been hitting the ball all over the field in game one. The 1-0 pitch is inside there for strike one. So, Ben, look for the melon heads. I didn't touch on this in the pregame, but look for the melon heads to be more patient and really pick their spots here. Absolutely, they need on. to. They absolutely do. He flies this one to shallow center. Davis under it and makes the catch. So here's Ahmed Khan. Looking to pull the ball to left as he is wont to do. A very short field in left. Oh, jumps on it and fouls it. A juicy one. But no dice. No Cristo Cubanos. No, sir. The 0 one. Oh, look out. Turns on this one to left field. This is going. It's going. And it is way gone. Oh, my goodness. Did he jump on that pitch? Not even a pair of flyers can make a jump that high. Not even close. And it's still going. I want to see how far it goes. We could be here. 560. Oh, my. Holy cats. Wow. So Ahmed Khan puts the melon heads on the board with a moon ball and a half to left field. Phillips takes a fastball in there for strike one. So Delvecchio, Khan missed the first one, but he did not miss the second one. 
Oh, dearie me. One nothing, Mellon heads lead. Phillips count one and one. The pitch from Del Vecchio is inside and aligned sharply toward the right field side, and that's going to get down for a hit. Phillips will keep going as the fielder Davis gets misplayed by the ball, throws it in towards second, and Phillips will stop there with a double. So a good piece of hitting by Davis. And my goodness gracious, I'm still Ben. I'm still reeling from Khan's home run. That was, that was something else. <laughs> I don't make your head spin. Yes. So speaking of spinning, can Morgan spin the ball to where they can't get it? She is at the plate. Has not recorded an out yet either, as neither has Phillips. With that double there. So Morgan looking to get some good contact. A nice line drive into one of the gaps would be good. Avecchio struggling just a touch here. The home run and the double back-to-back. -back. Only the first inning, and there's still two outs. The pitch is inside for ball two. Two and one. Morgan staunch defense at short. Can do some with the bat here. The 2-1. Swung on, and this is popped up between short and first. First baseman dives and makes the catch, and that'll end it. But a run on two hits, a moon ball from Khan, and the Millenheads take a 1-0 lead. We go to the bottom of the first. Holly Franklin leads it off. And she tries to bunt, and bunts it foul. So, Mike, I want to bring up a an interesting fact. Um, this game, we've we've played these this team at this location before. Um, it was in game number seven of the regular season with a high-flying, high-octane back-and-forth effort between both teams. It was a high-scoring game. I don't remember the um, ultimate turnout, but mm -hmm. uh, this is literally a rematch of that. Both of our, both of these teams have made it to the postseason, and uh, mm -hmm. we're going to see who goes home and, and who, uh, who moves on. Yes, as I... I um, we were talking about this before we started the broadcast here. I misspoke... The, a couple times ago, I thought for whatever reason we played these guys at Sandy Flats, but it was in fact Dirt Yards. I just somehow got confused. So apologies for that from the previous broadcast. But uh, anyway, we're at Dirt Yards, and yes, it was the highest scoring affair. Both sides back and forth. It was a crazy game, but we pulled it out in the end. And uh, we'll see if they can give us a run for our money. This one's lined sharply to center. Phillips going back and makes the diving catch. What a play by Phillips. Ranging with her back to the ball, running out toward center, just right of center, and makes the diving grab. And that will end it, so Steele gets out of it. One strikeout and no hits allowed as he pops this one up toward Ocampo at short or at second fields throws to first and he's safe so Steele will take the free base as Kaguchi is now at the plate Del Vecchio 15 pitches through that first inning and Kaguchi bunts trying to move the runner Del Vecchio and the catcher both going for it catcher makes the play can't throw to second so Kawaguchi's safe on the bun single. And Alvecchio's juice is pretty short. As she takes a while to get back to the mound. And cannot seem to get back to the mound. Oh dear. Oh dear. Let's fix this, shall we? 
Steel safe back at second. And now the ball gets thrown to the pitcher. All right, so we're all set. Two runners aboard, nobody out. Marky Dubois at the plate. Not quite the start the Braves wanted. But just the start the Millen has wanted. This that one was fouled. Foul! And the window has been broken. Is that our first one of the postseason, Ben? Yes, indeedy. Uh, we are up to 28 total for the entire thing. Uh, but yeah, our first one of the postseason. Marky Dubois doinks this one over oh. the first baseman who face pastes himself in the dirt, trying to chase it all the way to the outfield. Kenny's running. Ernie's running. Dubois is running. They're going to round the bases. Ernie's going to score. And it looks like Kenny is wheeling in behind him. Dread the tread, says the bumper sticker. And first baseman throwing the third. A little bit of a fielder's error. That's going to make Marky safe. Um... Kawaguchi scores and is now quickly 3-2 Zippo later here in this second game of the NLDS. Yes, a valiant effort by Wing Kwan going out to right field just over his outstretched glove as he dove for it. And that is a two-run triple, yes, triple for Marky Dubois. You don't see that very often. But two big runs across the plate, and the Milan heads down with a 3-0 lead. Delvecchio is sweating a little bit more. And cannot seem to find the strike zone. Two balls, no strikes now on Ricky Johnson. And still nobody out. The 2-0, swan and fouled. So Ben, if you are the manager for the Braves, are you thinking about swapping Del Vecchio here in the next like inning or so? I think so. Um, a little bit too much of a shaky start, I think. Yeah, and uh, even though she is very comfortable on the mound right now, I would start looking for a backup pitcher as soon as she starts looking like she's under a little bit of pressure and wants to move. I would like to make sure that switch out gets done quickly and efficiently. Ricky Johnson singles to first base and runners at the corners. No outs. The Melonheads are in a very strong position here as Reese Worthington Runs to the plate, takes a puff of his inhaler, and uh, we are underway here. Top of the second inning. Here's the delivery from Angela DeVecchio inside for strike one. You've got to wait for those good pitches if you want to make any headway, especially in the postseason. Those fielders are on fire right now. They are. DeVecchio, another offering, and it's high. So Johnson at first. Dubois still stuck at third. They decided to check on the runner instead of throw to first. We'll see if that comes back to bite him later. The 1-1 pitch is just outside and low for ball two. Worthington grounded it out his first time up. Right back to the pitcher, if I'm not mistaken. And Delvecchio now behind in the count, 3-1. and one. Would she load the bases? That would bring up Wheeler, who... Did he single? No, he was... I thought he was out his last time up. As Worthington jumps on this one to right field, that ball is hit very well all the way back and gone to right field. How did he... I am stunned. 278 feet to right field and Reese Worthington with a three-run long ball to right field. And I guess the inhaler helped because he timed his breathing and his swing just right on that one. And the Melonheads have blown this game wide open. 6-0. Oh my 
goodness. Well, I guess there's no need to walk him, because he's already walked his way around the bases. Strike one to Wheeler. So base is now cleared. Delvecchio 31st pitch on the way, and they are down 6-0 on the Braves. Oh, boy. I guess the manager's shaking his head in the, in the dugout over there. He's none too happy. Two balls and a strike to Wheeler. And that'll be it for Delvecchio. 32 pitches, no strikeouts, no walks, six runs. And Kristen Sullivan now at the, pl at the plate. The plate of pitching. The mound. And Wheeler rips this one toward left field. That's going to get down for a hit. Delvecchio's going to have to chase after that one. Wheeler will try his luck going to second. Throws over to third, and Wheeler is safe with a double. So, Ben, what an amazing turn of events here. The Melonheads now with a 6-0 lead. Wheeler on second, still nobody out, and Khan at the plate. Absolutely. Um, still no outs, clean slate. And this one's going to get down on the gopher hole for a strong single. But Pete Wheeler is trying to make it his own double and rounding the base to home. He's going to score easily and is now 7 nothing. I don't know. It's not much of a rematch now, I think. It's the top of the second inning. These melon heads are smashing, smashing the competition. 7 nothing. Ball one high from Sullivan. Giving up one run charge to her. The rest will be charged to Del Vecchio. But that... Uh, I, I feel for her. I really do. Because she, that first inning went... Okay. And then the Millen has just opened out the can of worms in the second inning. And that was all she wrote. So Del Vecchio out for the time being and out there in left field. Phillips now at the plate looking for her second hit of the day. And the Braves, Ben, have tough sledding ahead of them to keep up with the Millenheads. That ball is fouled off. They do. Are you surprised at the amount of runs we have scored and the fashion in which we have scored them? I am like, very do, do, surprised. Absolutely. Um, I know this is a tricky field to play regardless, but holy Methuselah. That's, that's unreal, especially that hack to right field. I don't know how he timed that, but perfectly right in the gap. Yeah, as Phillips strikes out a good fastball down on the way from Sullivan. First strikeout of the day for her and for the Braves. And now one out and Morgan at the plate. Double play technically in order here, but it'll be a little tricky because Morgan gets down the line pretty well. 0 for 1 today. Yeah, Ben, I'm as, as surprised as you, if not more so, about Worthington's out-of-nowhere long ball to right field. That is one that is one of the deeper parts of the ballpark going away because that fence is pretty tall. And he just moonballs it. I thought maybe he'd like hit the fence or get like a ground rule double or something, but the ball just kept carrying and out it went. And three runs later and the Braves were down by six. As Morgan dribbles this one between first and the pitcher. Pitcher gets to it and throws second out there and a good play. Oh, that was not easy, and it was close. But Morgan safe on the fielder's choice. Con out at second on the force, and two outs now for Ernie Steele. But major props to Reese Worthington. 
I think that's his first home run of the year, if nothing else. That that might steal one hops be. this one to center. It might be. Might be. We'd have to look that up. Yeah, we'll do it in post game. Because I'm curious. I want to find out. All right, so Kenny Kawaguchi now at the plate. Two runners aboard, a single by Steele. And dribbles this one in front of the plate. That will be for the catcher to get. She feels it, throws to third, and no dice. No dice. Everybody's safe. Kawaguchi has two singles. A bunt single and a dribbler single. So now here's Dubois, who you do not want to have replicate his triple from the last at bat if you are Kristen Sullivan. Bases are loaded in dire times for the Braves here in the top of the second. Down 7-0 and already down 1-0 in this series. The pitch. Swings and he tried to pull this one to right field. Doesn't get very far. And fields it. He runs over to first and he'll beat him to the bag. So Morgan is out. I believe, or she's not safe at home, so we'll see if that run actually does get to cross the plate. Here's Jones swinging and missing. So steals six pitches, one strikeout, no hits, no nothing through that first inning, and had that inning closed by an excellent diving catch by Phillips. Strike two. Looking to put the hammer down on Jones. The 0-2 pitch. Swaw! He didn't even swing. He just looks at it with his eyeballs. And that is a called strike three. So one away for Steele here in the second. Wing Quan at the plate. Swan fouled. Melonheads lead this one 7 nothing. On a four spot. Was it a four spot? I forget how many runs we scored in that second inning. Highlighted by the three run. Moonball to right by, I kid you not, Reese Worthington. And Quan swings and misses for strike two. And that is where we stand at a 7-0. And the Braves need to dig in their heels and start getting some hits together. Steele is on point and called strike three to Quan. Third strike out of the day for him, and here's Del Vecchio. Starting pitcher turned left fielder. 333 average, swing and a miss there. Not much doing. So Ben, aside from stringing hits together, what else do you think the Braves need to do to get back in this game? They need laser-guided precision with their pitching. Um, absolutely. The, the dirt down here is so packed down so darn hard, and there are a bunch of gopher holes and and, and a little bit of rocks to scattered hither and yon and grass patches. So it makes the ball very hard to predict. So mm -hmm. laser-guided pitching would be the thing I would add to the arsenal of the Braves in order to help them at least make some um, recovery effort as Del Vecchio swings through strike three, and she will totter on back to the dugout. And that'll be end of inning number two for the Braves. Uh, kind of an underwhelming performance, but Ricky Alexander Batwacken Johnson is now up. Right fielder for the Melonheads. We are in the top of the third inning. This one's grounded, picked up easily by the pitcher, thrown over to first. There is out number one. And that is the kind of stuff that I need. they need to see. That's the kind of stuff they need to do in order to come back. Uh, Reese Worthington now up. Here's the delivery. 
Steerike one inside. Yes, as you said, uh, it's the ground ball right back to Sullivan, back to the first baseman for out number one. Quick and easy outs is what the Braves need, whether it's by strikeout or ground out or whatever, as Worthington tries to hit this one. Back to the pitcher, back over to first, another out and two away. But they need to take deep breaths, a lot of them, collect themselves, refocus, reset, and try to pound their way back into this game. Absolutely. And... Uh, that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that that you need to see from them. Oh, ooh, just save Pete Wheeler, beating the ball to first. He's quick. Yep. He's very he very quick. quick. Yeah, they 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 they've got to get something going here. And if they if they get out in front of Steele, who hasn't allowed a hit yet, but we'll see how long that lasts. He was feeling pretty good when he showed up this morning. I saw him in the warmups, and he was he was happy and grinning all over the place. Yeah, he may have been a touch nervous, but he knew his pitching was on point. So, so far, so good for him. And we'll see how deep he goes. As Ahmed Khan, two for two with a dinger and a single. Looking to add to his total here. One ball, two strikes, so that one's fouled away. Melonheads lead the Braves 7-0, top of the third. Sullivan, 24th pitch on the way. And this one is chopped between short and third. They played him deep. Jones and the shortstop both going for it. Fields it, and everyone's going to be safe. They played him deep into pull, and he still got to first base. So now Keisha Phillips at the plate. Two runners aboard, and looking to add to her double from her first at bat. Swung on and fouled. Steerick one. Sullivan only gave up the one run. And Phillips is looking to add for more, but this has flown into center field. Center field arranging a bit to her right and makes the catch. So that ends the inning. The first goose egg against the Millenheads. They put up six runs in that second inning, Ben, but nothing here in the third as Sullivan, the pitcher, now at the plate and steal back to work. Seems like the Braves are waking up a little bit. Um, their defense seems to be very much more on point than it used to be. And we are mm -hmm. in the bottom of inning number three right now. Kristen Sullivan, pitcher versus pitcher here, steps into it, Steerike two. Yes, their defense was lackluster to say the least in that first game, and that's really what cost them. Defensive uh, miscues in the field. As Steele gets Sullivan to pop this one up, ranges over to get the ball, cannot make the catch, and Sullivan will be safe at first. So there goes the no-hitter and the perfect game. Runner aboard, and here's Amy Bostwick. That's what they need to do. Just start small. Just get something going. Get to first, maybe get to second, and then just turn the lineup over. Station to station. Strike one, called to Bostwick. If Ernie Steele gets in a bind, you have Kawaguchi as long relief, and you have Dubois as acting closer, even though he's at catcher right now. The 0-2 pitch to Bostwick is outside for ball one. All the Braves need to do is string a couple of runs each inning and then shut down the Millen heads after that. Pitch swung on and hit high and deep to left field, and it is foul. Oh, Steele does not want to do that again. The 1-2 pitch to Bostwick. Called strike three. Oh, my goodness. 
That curveball's working for him. And here's Carlos Ocampo. So a big first out. Runner on first still. And Ocampo at the plate. Strike one. One thing, Ben, we have not seen in this series much at all, aside from Pete Wheeler, is either team's trying to swipe a bag. Yes. And I don't know if that's because... Like, that's just not their thing, or if maybe the situation doesn't quite call for it, or not enough confidence, or what, I don't know. Oh, combo goes down swinging two away now. Steele now up to six strikeouts, and here is Holly Franklin. If I were in that position on the mound, um, <clears throat> or no, let me, let me go back. If I were a runner and I were thinking about stealing, mm -hmm. the the likelihood of me doing that in the postseason, personally, would be very low as compared to the regular season, and here's why. People are looking to go as far as they can, but I think in stolen bases in the postseason, the risk outweighs the reward. If you get out, that's one more step towards going home, and that's uh, something I personally wouldn't want to risk. This one's popped towards Kenny Gawaguchi. Snags it out of the air, and there ends inning number three. So as we roll into inning number four, I just wanted to shout out. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening to us, watching us, um, and uh, spreading us all around the interwebs. Uh, love having you here, and uh, love doing stuff for you. But if you like us, share us around. If you love us and want to support the cause, maybe uh, provide more, uh, more fun so Michael can purchase a gaming computer, we can uh, provide you a little more content as far as visual stuff goes. Head on over to patreon.com slash throwbacksportsproductions and uh, the ways we will say thank you will be in the awards descriptions to your right. Everything from getting early access to episodes to seeing what we do next um, and having a say in what that means. So quickly one out against the Melonheads. Ernie Steele pops this one directly, laser beam directly to the pitcher. And is now wow. quickly two outs, even before I finish that sentence. <laughs> Kenny Kawaguchi, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. What do you think about that, Mike? That's that's pretty good. Um, as he said, share us around. If you love us, of course, feel free to contribute to the cause. Like he said, I'm trying to get a gaming rig. It's not going to be for a while because there's other things that need to happen first. But uh, every little bit helps in that. But in the meantime, um, if you do contribute to us in any way, shape, or form monetarily, you will get early access before everybody else to uh, exclusive content, uh, broadcast, podcasts, what have you, um, tidbits along the way. But as he, as Ben said, thank you for listening and thank you for supporting this. We have a ton of fun doing this, and I'm glad that we still get to do this even now. It started out as nothing, really. I just started doing this for fun back in, what would that have been, like 20... 2013, 2014, somewhere in there. And uh, I was like, hey, Ben, what if I, like, recorded this? So I recorded it as a test run and then showed it to Ben. He's like, dude, that's so cool. Can I join in on this? So I was like, yeah, heck, sure. So we figured it out over Skype with a, oh, what was it? A, um, oh, it's the microphone that I had, Ben. What was it? The was it, was Samsung CO3U condenser microphone, USB. Yes. That, and uh, I don't think I had the focus right at that point. I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't. But I just like stuffed it right into my computer and fired up Logic and did it that way. 
And uh, did a trial run as Jane Davis moonballs this one to deep right field. Johnson back, ball is back, and it is gone. So the shutout is over, and the Braves are on the board. And that is hopefully the jump start that they would need. The Melonheads now have to buckle down. Nobody out, and it's a 7-2 game. But going back to the story, I I did a test broadcast of, of one of the backyard baseball games. It had been, I think this was back with the Bombers, is that correct? The Bombers, yep. Them? As Chipper Jones flies this one to left field, Con cannot make the catch. So Jones is on fire going towards second. They throw into second, and he's out. So try to stretch a double. Couldn't do it. So I sent it back over to Ben. He's like, dude, this is cool. I can touch this up for you, and maybe we can do joint broadcasts over Skype. So I capped his Skype audio, my game audio. That's when Quan grounds us one of the pitcher. Back over to first, and there's out number two. And then we just slowly got better at it as we went along. We built up our um, our tech, our gear. Ben, you got your monitors and your studio foaming job. And this was back in Minnesota. And uh, got all of your gear ready and upgraded. You eventually got your big time, um, big time focus right. Um, is it the 18i8? Is that what you have now? 18i20. 20, excuse me. The 18-9-20 as um, Del Vecchio grounds out, but the Braves are on the board. So we just got better and better at it. And then, Ben, you sent me the foam squares. I did my room here in Colorado. I got a focus right myself, the 2-I-2. I got mics. I got stands. We still kept the webcam because that's the only way to see stuff right now. But um, everything just everything just kind of <laughs> fell into place. And we've gotten it to where it's, like, really pretty decently decent quality and... Uh, it's a lot easier and more streamlined, and I got a new monitor, too, to see what the fudge I'm doing. But uh, this is really good, and we will keep doing this for as long as we are able. It's just going to get better from here. So thank you, everybody, for your support and uh, keeping this keeping this going. It's a lot of fun, and we'll do this for as long as we can. Johnson lines this one toward, toward the center fielder. Didn't make the catch, so he's safe at first. One out. And... Mr. Moonball to right field himself, Reese Worthington. Home run, but aside from that, two more outs recorded from him. So Sullivan, 34 pitches, one strikeout, no walks to this point. Make it 35 now. And only down by five. He's only given up one run in relief and has settled things down decently for the Braves. Worthington pops this one foul. And another broken window. Number two on the day, number two on the postseason. And mark it down, we will keep track of that as we go along. The 1-2 pitch, swung on and missed, good strikeout for Sullivan. Two away, and here's Wheeler. Two for three again. A double, a single, and looking to add to his total. Swung on, and this is hit toward right of center field. The right fielder over to get it, and cannot make the catch. That's going to cause problems. As the right fielder could not make the play. Johnson is going to try his luck going home. And he will make it. The throw goes into first base. And Wing Quan will have to chase that one down. So Wheeler has a triple. And he's a home run shy of the cycle now. Another run crosses the plate. It's 8-2. to two. And here's Ahmed Khan looking to have his second home run of the game. Ball one high. 
So Sullivan needs an out here in the worst way. Try to keep another run from crossing the plate. And there is a strike call. So one ball, one strike. Ahmed Khan, three for three. Runner on third. The 1-1 one, one pitch. Swung on and fouled. Look out cars behind home plate. If you need a windshield repair, or even a windshield replacement, feel free to call Safe Light Auto Glass for your windshield repairing needs, as they are in cahoots and partners with, um... <laughs> partners with, um... Anderson Windows of Colorado and other various places. This one is grounded towards center, and that will be a base hit. So we got you all of your broken window needs covered, no matter what you got going on. Another run crosses the plate. The Braves lose those two runs that they got back, and now the Melonheads lead it again by seven, nine to two. And here's Phillips. Swung on and pop this one toward. The second base side, this one skirts away, and that is going to be another hit. So with the spin on the ball, Ben, and the nature of this field, Phillips with another hit. Absolutely. It's easy to get those small ball turns into medium to long ball very quickly on this field. Stephanie Morgan now with 666 average up at the plate. Um, I don't think they really need more runs at this point. It's 92. Um, but just for show, pops this one up. Way up towards the first baseman. Two people over to get it. Who's going to grab it? And nobody is going to get down towards the outfield. Morgan's advancing. Khan's going for home. And it's a 10-2 ball game as we're rounding more bases here. And they still haven't gotten the ball. There it is. It's coming to home. Uh, Stephanie Morgan's going to sit on third base, but a stand-up triple. And it's now 11-2. Mellon heads over the Astros. I'm pretty sure the uh, nail in the coffin is sealed right now, but um, I don't want to call it too early. Kristen Sullivan delivers to Ernie Steele. Low curveball, and he actually gets a piece of this one. Chopped over down towards left field, and it's going to be picked up by the shortstop. Thrown to first. If it gets there, he's out. Wow, what Morgan a throw. Does, Morgan does not score, uh, keeping the mantle hits barely at four runs that inning. My goodness. So... Ben, I believe you said Astros. I think you may have meant Braves. Oh, I, I saw A. I, I said Astros. That was right. It, it went <laughs> to Braves. Excuse me. That was my bad. That's all right. So Steele back to it, having given up that two-run home run the last inning. But now with an 11-2 lead, it's a nine-run deficit, and the Braves need to keep it going here. Sullivan pops this one up. Dubois under it and makes the catch. So Steele, despite giving up two runs, he still looks very comfortable on the mound. Amy Bostwick at the plate 0 for 1. Swung on and chopped between short and third, and Morgan will field it and try to hustle her way. Long ball toss throw to first, and got it. So good play there. Bostwick running out of juice, having to run around there in right field, and that gave Morgan plenty of time to run, set the throw, and fire to first for out number two. So here's Carlos Ocampo, second baseman over one of the strikeout. And Steele is looking for an easy breezy fifth inning. Strike two. Looking for strikeout number seven. The 0-2 pitch. 
And there it is, strike three called, strikeout number seven. Actually, he swung and missed at that, but he's still out anyway. 46 pitches, seven Ks, no walks, two runs for steal. And the Melonheads will bat the top of the sixth with an 11-2 lead. Kawaguchi dribbles this one in front of the plate. Catcher over to get it, fields it, flips to first, and there's out number one. So Dubois now at the plate, he tripled for his only hit of the game. Sullivan is out, and Chipper Jones now at the mound. Sullivan will take over at third base. Ball one low for the Chipmeister. All-star third baseman, and he can apparently pitch in a pinch. So, Ben, do you think the Braves have any shot at coming back in this game and forcing a game three, or do you think that the Melonheads just have put on too much and that Steele is going to be just fine to finish off the last three outs of this game. What are your thoughts? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Say that again one more time. I just got to process all of that. <laughs> okay. Melon has have an 11-2 lead. Yeah. Do you think that the Braves have any shot at somehow tying this game? Or do you think that the Melon heads have piled on too much that Ernie Steele is too steady for them to come back and force a game three. You know, I don't want to call it early, but I, I think it's the former, or the latter, rather. Uh, it's, it's just, uh, I think the gap is a little too big at this point. Bottom of the six, zero outs, uh, but the Braves only scored in one inning. They don't have a consistent track record of this game of getting on board each inning, and uh, that's what the Melon Heads have done to a more, more of an extent, is there's out number one. Uh, not even allowed to touch first base, ushering in Lorelei, a.k.a. AKA working with ball, or um, out number one, uh, bottom of the sixth inning, 11-2, Melonheads versus Atlanta Braves. Steerike, low and outside. That was potentially juicy, like an awesome steak at Chipotle. Oh, dang it, now you're making me hungry. I forgot I'm getting lunch after this. <laughs> me too. Ikaier lines this one to short. Oh, it goes off of Morgan. And then Worthington tries to throw over to first and not in time. So a runner is aboard. And a good job by Kawaguchi to preempt that funny hop. Here's Jane Davis, who has the only damage done for the Braves in this game. A two-run shot to right field. Strike one. <clears throat> so one out and one on. Braves have to do it all here in this inning. She bunteth. Goes back to steal. He fields, throws the second, tries to get the first out, and he will, so there's two away. Davis safe at first, and the Braves are down to their final out. It is Chipper Jones, the all-star. He has got to get on base, otherwise not record an out somehow. Otherwise, this game's over in this... Series continues on as he rips this one. It's caught by Pete Wheeler! He picks it off of his shoe tops at third. That ball was screaming toward the wall and left, but he makes the catch, and the Braves are downed, and this NLDS series is over the Melonheads in very surprising ending fashion for the last out. They win it 11-2. They go to pound town on the Braves for the second game of the series, and they win it, and they will face... I don't know who they're going to face. Let's find out. But first, the headlines. Division playoffs are over. The winners advance. Four top teams take the next step. The League Championship Series. And the editorial reads as follows. 
At the beginning of the season, folks said we'd never get this far, but here we are, says the Melonheads co-captain, Reese Worthington. The fans are the real winners here, says Kenny Kawaguchi as he chokes back tears. That is a that is a wonderful scene right there on the field, Ben, as the Melonheads down the Braves 11-2, and they sweep the series, and they will face the Cincinnati Reds, who overcame the Philadelphia Phillies, and they swept them. They swept them. They beat them in the first wow. game. Wow. Yeah, and then they beat them in the second game 11-6. to So, Mike, I did not see that coming. I thought the Phillies had more power in the uh, hitting department and better pitching, but the Reds make it through, and they will face our Melonheads. The Yankees beat the Monsters in a three-game series. That one went the whole way 11-2, to and the Bombers beat the Indians and sweep the series. They win that game 4-2, to two, and they advance as well. So your matchups look like this. Give me one second here. So we will play from Big City Field, but the Melonheads will play the Reds, and the Bombers play the Bronx Bombers, the New York Yankees. That's going to be a heck of a series. That is going to be a heck of a series, and whoever advances, it's going to be a heck of a time. But first off, Ben, we need to recap the ending of this one. What in the world? A great finish, a great catch by Wheeler as the Braves. If that ball gets by him, they still have a chance. They probably score that run, and they might be able to put more runs on the board. But Wheeler, with his amazing reflexes, snags that ball off the dirt. Doesn't even touch the ground. There's out number three, and that's the end of the series. So they move on and face the Reds, and what are your thoughts about this game and this series coming up? Anything you, anything to add? Like, what are, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What just happened? I I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to uh, be really, you know, quiet when you were announcing that, but I was like, holy f- Buckets of milk, you know, it's, it, it, those an, that was a nuts play. Uh, yeah. Snagged right out of the air. High speed, high velocity. His hand's probably stinging after that, but very quick third out, and that'll shut the opposition down. So Braves sadly go home after this matchup of, uh, this rematch actually, at Dirt Yards. But well played. Um, their sportsmanship is 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 awesome, too. Um, I saw him patting each other on the back after the game as well. So um, it is customary also uh, at times for for us to cover ice cream um, for all the postseason championships um, as well and the World Series. We will cover ice cream for everybody. So after all the games we do, um, taking them out, uh, win or lose, uh, you guys are awesome. Thanks for having us out and uh, having us broadcast your games. But uh, those are my thoughts. Um, but hey, Melonheads facing the Reds uh, next mm-hmm. time for the American League Championship Series playoffs, best two of three. And uh, I can't wait. This is going to be good. We got some interesting combinations. I pegged the Reds as the poster children for the NL champions. They were nine to five or nine and five going into the postseason. Um, absolutely absolutely awesome with with heavy hitters aplenty so (laughs) it's gonna be a good game um very very strenuous very uh hard and fast and i cannot wait 
I cannot wait either. It's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely awesome. As I just want to take a look and see what they finished for their stats. 297 batting average, 14 runs. <clears throat> I mean their their lineup is their lineup is stacked, man. And they don't have Ken Griffey Jr. either. But they do have Barry Larkin. And they got Zana Frome who can hit. They've got Alexis Weiss who can hit Barry Larkin did well, a 600 average thus far in the postseason. But my goodness, it is going to be something. And they pitched pretty dang well too. They gave up, they gave up seven runs, but it's a 350 team ERA, which is not bad at all. No, not bad at not. all through two games. Yeah, like Levine gets both of the wins. He goes nine innings, strikes out eight, and walks none. No walks for anybody. Courtney Valentino with a couple of innings pitched. Dante Robinson with an inning pitched. But yeah, I'm. This is gonna be. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. It's a different look. Um, probably better pitching than the Braves overall. Because um, we just pounded Del Vecchio in that second game. But um, I'm. I. I. I don't know what to expect from this series. I thought that the Phillies on paper were going to maybe squeak it out in three games because I thought they had Kurt Schilling, they had good pitching, they had some decent offense, but they fell short, and the Reds sweep that series, so that's very surprising. They have momentum going into this series, we have momentum going into this series, and it's going to be a fun atmosphere at Big City Park, and we will have all of that for you guys next time, but for my good friend and co-host and brother here in the booth, Ben Schultz, from all of us here as well, and from everybody at Throwback Sports Productions, thank you guys so very much for tuning in. I'm so excited for the next series, NL Championship Series. Here we come, baby, live from Big City Field, and that will be our next broadcast. But have a fantastic week, everyone. Have a good Monday, and we will see you all next time. So long.